Kurt. Yeah, Rod. Hey, we got it going. It works. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Um, won't keep you long. Just wanted to open episode 112 with a fatherhood question for you. Easy, bro. All right. What's a fatherhood delusion you had prior to having kids? Um, I think a bit of a delusion before I had kids was that I wanted a boy or a girl. Um, and in the beginning, you're kind of thinking, oh, do I want a boy or a girl? And thinking, oh, I think I really want a boy. But then as it gets closer, uh, as it gets closer to, you know, having the baby, you don't even care anymore. You just want a healthy baby. Um, I think that was probably the, the, the biggest one. You just, just a healthy kid is, um, is all that really matters. Um, yeah. And I, I think something else that wasn't really said is just how much time is involved in raising these little people and how much they rely on you. I thought kind of an illusion I had was I'd just sit back and be this sick dad and, um, you know, I'd, you know, it'll just happen pretty easily, but you don't realise how much is involved in in the day-to-day, the, the daily grind. Yeah. That's brilliant, mate. It was serious insight. And um, even though I don't <laughs> see you on a day-to-day basis, just going off the 1% of stuff we see on Facebook, uh, you are a bit of a sick dad, I must say. You get, get out and do more <laughs> than I do. <laughs> I try, mate. But I think that's something else just in general that a lot of – dads just that I know in um, try to do is they try to give their kids what they didn't have when they were younger and what you would see your mates doing with their parents and you'd be jealous of. So um, I suppose in a, in a way I'm kind of overcompensating now by trying to give them everything that I didn't have when I was younger. But um, then it, that causes other dramas like um, – Hey, Dad, just um, pull out your card, mate, and um, and just buy that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Anything for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really how it works, but. <laughs> no, I really appreciate that, mate, and uh, thanks very much for taking the time. Easy, my friend. Have a good night. Goodbye. You too, pal. Thanks, mate. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we change you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad while sharing our fatherhood wins along the way. I'm Nick. I'm back in number two. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And we thank you once again for taking time out of your busy weeks to listen to our fatherhood stories and share your own. Um, This week we are talking about fatherhood expectations versus reality as our drunk friend Dave (laughs) came across a fantastic article this week um, which we're not going to read but we're going to talk about the takeaways from said article. Do you know where it was from? We'll put it in the show notes. ABC. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Trusted. Mm -hmm. Must be legit. I think I'm just more excited that, you know, Dave's planning it. (laughs) (laughs) At least he knows what we're talking about this week. Did I or did I just go copy-paste? Copy-paste, yeah, yeah. You'll never know. All right, well, let's kick it off with a bit of housekeeping. We want to hear from you on the things you want to hear from us to keep us fresh. So send us in six words or less, a spin-off series you'd like to hear from us, the shit dads. Love to hear some ideas of what you want to do, mm. some real weird shit. Doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be too dad-related. Can Freaky. be, you know... You know, a few roads yeah. down the track. Well, I've anyway. heard a couple of our secrets, or well, not secrets, but our like uh, our hints so far. So, mm-hmm. had, had some uh, little tasters. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and also, obviously, if you want to get in touch with any of those ideas, hit us up on Instagram shit, at shitdadpod uh, or on Gmail shitdadpod at gmail.com. The best ways to get in touch. Also, if you want to have a chat to us, have a yarn, uh, add us on Facebook as well. We've got the Shit Dad Boost Yarn. Uh, and I think Nick still drops some TikToks every now and then. If you Little TikToks every now and then. <laughs> I think the last one was about a Nike hammock, Ooh. which actually uh, brings me to Nike hammocks. Did you miss Black Friday, boys? 
Yes. Or has it been yet? What? Has it been? Couldn't even tell you. Either no. way, Nike Hammocks, I've just like been trawling their website today and they have towels, picnic rugs, um, backpacks and hammocks. The whole gear. The whole shebang, you might say. All in the set. Um, but you, Oh, you can get all in a set, I guess. But also, if you do that, make sure that you use the code DADPOD, D-A-D-P-O-D, for 10% off and free shipping Australia-wide. So set yourself up for summer or gift your favourite person a hammock, sand-free towel or an epic picnic rug and afterpay is available. We um, have just gone through the family uh, Secret Santa register. Know, for Christmas, a couple of the in-laws, our family, yep. and I, and I, I can say it because they're not going to listen. My, I've got my dad and I've got my father-in-law, so they're both going to get naked hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. hey, well, while you're there, actually, no, they're all set out anyway in our shit dad merch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another option too for everyone. <laughs> Afterpay is not available for shit dad merch. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's only thirty bucks, all right, everyone. You get a shirt, stubby cool, and a sticker. And I mean, for thirty bucks, you can just give them the shirt, keep the stubby cool. On the sticker. Hell go. yeah. Exactly. I'll never know. Exactly. We'll even chuck in the shipping too. <laughs> Love it. All right, here's the chew. <laughs> the chew. Bent. Yarn. Convo. Chin wag. Chat. Shoot the breeze. A heart to heart. Spilling the tea. Dad discussion. Spilling the tea. Now, fellas, I'm not sure if the listeners saw the article this week uh, called Being a Parent Isn't Easy. First of all, fucking obviously, mate. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is definitely not, and it's not a recent article. That's the thing. And, um, oh, isn't it? Okay, nah, cool. No, no, no. It's just recent that you come across my desk. Okay, yeah, it's come across the desk of Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Which is, hey, knows, we're this, grateful, mate. We this said it could have been back from 2004, could have been 2020. But I don't the know. the beautiful part about parenthood is it's been hard. What, are the, what do they say in the, the thing? Oh, being a parent isn't easy. That's since the dawn of friggin' yeah, time. That's right. It doesn't have to be a new article. Yeah. No, and it hasn't. And a talking point comes up in here from yeah. one of our Australians, Australian parenting guru. National mm. treasure, you might yes. say. Yes, or Maggie Dent. Yeah, And up I won't there give away Steve too Irwin. much. Yep. But talks about, in the article, talks about how like raising kids back when she raised kids, it wasn't about like that. It's just you did it. I think now we are constantly talking about all these different... Putting pressure on ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I'll read what she said a bit later in it. But well, yeah. we th- we thought we'd actually share uh, what these real world advice from the uh, the professionals and like what they said, and mm-hmm. uh, thought we'd weigh in ourselves um, and share some of our experiences. So, like you know, we're not a podcast to give advice. Um, we just share experiences of our shit daddery and hope that you guys can relate. I call us the two cent expert advice. I like that. Two cent. Yep. <laughs> Here's our two cents. Here's our two cents. <laughs> it means nothing. We're going to do a podcast name change, <laughs> Three <I think>. idiots. <laughs> Three idiots and their two cents. We'll just call it six cents. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's another spin-off for you. Yeah. All right. There we go. Done. All right. So instead right. of reading the whole article, let's talk about some of the takeaways. Yeah. So, Big one. Um, yeah. So talking points from Maggie Dent. Should be Dame Maggie Dent, if I may say so myself. See, She's I got on. confused I, with uh, Maggie Beer. I thought it was like, why is the old lady who makes ice cream giving this parenting <laughs> advice? But anyway, Maggie Dent, yeah. They're all the same though from that generation. <laughs> They've all got the same advice. Ah, shit, we're right. Um, so all, I must say I do recommend her book, um, Raising Boys. If you haven't read it, give it a listen or a read. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is an Australian parenting guru in the eyes of our whole country. So she says... Parents need to consider the unique challenges that turn up when raising kids, so like your lack of sleep, toddlers throwing meltdowns and a loss of personal identity. See, that's – and I, I broke it up into this boys into like little bits for mm. us to kind of add our two-cent expert advice. Six cents. <laughs> Math's not my forte right now. Um, no, but like I don't think that was – you know, an illusion or whatever like this. I think it was pretty common sense. That, yep. You know, that I'm going to get lazy. What kind of got me, and this is kind of my um, expectation versus reality, I was expecting to not have much sleep early on. Yeah. The kids just fucking sleep. And then they put you in and lull you into this mm. false sense of security. And then it all sense is like, I'm not sleeping now. And you're like, 
What's happened? Surprise, What's happened? motherfucker. I was like, I thought this was going to happen six weeks ago, six months ago. What's yeah. going on, guys? And then all of a sudden it's like, now it's no sleep. Um, so they lull, I guess they, they lull you into that false sense yeah. of yeah. illusion. So totally agree. Um, it's just, I think it's the lack of sleep, not just in a night. You can have a shit night and yeah. mm. have a coffee and move on. It's the lack of sleep over a long time. Over period. one night, the next night. Mm. Mm. It adds up over years and then. Next minute, you're just like been chip, chip, chipping away. So you're like, when I can't remember the last time I had a proper night's sleep, you know? It's a broken sleep. Mm. It's fun. It's funny because once your kids come in, like you're probably going to bed earlier than what you did prior to kids. Definitely, yeah. But, and you're probably getting almost the same amount of sleep. Just broken. But it's, yeah, you're waking up three times mm. a night, four times a night, if, you know, in some stages. Sometimes it's just you wake yourself up because that kid doesn't wake up mm. and you're like, What's wrong with my baby? Got to check on them. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. And then you startle them because you touch them, and then they're up. So I found yeah. the um the lack of sleep wasn't the biggest issue with us. It was like getting them to sleep. Oh, Our three, oh, it was yeah. tough. Like yeah. not so much the third, but the first two, getting them to sleep. I'd have to me or the missus would have to lie on the floor next to the cot, patting them, or we didn't put any of our hacks into into play at the start all that all those years ago. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely it's different for everyone. Ours was lack of getting to sleep so we'd get to bed later because after you got the kids to sleep finally you'd be like all right well i want some adult time now i want to want to go watch tv for a couple of hours or mm. read a book or do the, the no pants dance you know how it is so um what are you getting no pants dance? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's yeah it's making new kids <laughs> it's how yeah i know right? it's how you deal with it though so yeah. you lack of sleep and your toddler's throwing meltdowns also, I guess your your loss of personal identity. It's how, it's not like the issue of that happening to you. It's how you deal with it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, it happens to everyone. But yeah, yeah. how you deal with it. That's a oh, good point. Definitely. So she called it the Disney like illusion. Mm. That's what it, you know. Like because prior to it, you hear, and it's a social media, and she she talks lots about this social media. You know, the hashtag six weeks, how time flies, blah blah blah, um, and that's how people live now. Like, you know, those people are about to have kids there. Everything's available right there in the hand. They're all on social media. Exactly, right. So yeah. that's what she talks about, this Disney-like illusion. But she then went and talked about that she advocates for dirty children. So she said, children climbing trees, jumping into puddles. Kids are supposed to make a mess. They're supposed to draw on the wrong places and smear Vaseline over everything. Mm-hmm. All right? They're like little scientists testing hypotheses. And I can't say anything about Vaseline, but my kids. <laughs> no, no, I'm not putting Vaseline anywhere no near way. my children. No way. Holy shit. Um, peanut butter and honey, maybe. I don't know. Anything yeah. that's sticky, they just smear over whatever they can. Oh, I saw the exact same quote as well. She probably yeah. stole it um, from Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, on obviously the American you know, scientist on yep. social media recently. Uh-huh. He said this exact same thing. They're testing hypothesis, and it's not our job to go, whoa, 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 stop them. It's essentially our job to. Yeah, allow some kind of controlled chaos. Which is really hard because if you're a bit of a clean freak, the mess stuff is not good for yeah. the anxiety because no. it makes you anxious, it makes you heightened and then it's how you deal with it and it's usually, mm-hmm. what are you doing that for? Mm. Yeah, you know, Instead of just letting him do it and being like, do you reckon that's the best choice right now? What age do you think? Obviously, I think this is more of a younger toddler thing. Yeah. Like yeah. What age do you... You're like, all right, stop smearing Vaseline on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get Vaseline? <laughs> Where do you keep getting this from? 35. <laughs> Only just stopped. Because <laughs> at some point it does come back to like, okay, now you're actually just being a little turd and, yeah. and also, you know, it, not listening. Okay, yes, explore. Draw on the wall. Yes, draw on the couch, whatever. Okay, but you've made that mistake. We've corrected it. Don't continue to keep doing it. Mm. You know, it's going to happen a couple of times. Um, it's <laughs> always a bit of a, a cry for attention though, isn't it? And so, like ever since reading that the, a couple of episodes ago, um, I've been like, all right, I'm, I'm a mad clean freak so I struggle with this. But if they've done something crazy or they're like jumping on the couch or something, I'm like try and take a breath and then be like, listen, mate. I can see what you're doing. I'm not stupid. I know you're trying to get attention. Would you rather me yell and give you bad attention or would you rather come over here right now, get off the couch and give me a cuddle for some good attention? What would you prefer? Mm. And it's like I've done that probably two times out of a possible six Mm. but it's progress Mm. and it's worked both times. They choose the positive. Yeah, yeah. Staying calm works both both times so I'm definitely making a concerted effort to do it more but 
yeah, it is very hard to keep you cool when they're smearing Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> so to say. <laughs> yes, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, we just spoke about that one. Um, exactly what she said. Yeah. You're not meant to control them. Yeah. Teach and guide them. Um, essentially, it's, it's all about like, the development. Oh, yeah. It's essentially you let them fall, but it's a safe fall. Mm. Mm. Like, I think that's the best way to kind of do it. You want them to, you want them to fall because um, you need to... Like, well, they need to know how to fall. Mm. All right, well, here's a scenario. So, yep. eight-month-old <laughs> just discovered the dog bowl like, where the water is, like next to the bed. Yeah. Yep. How many times does he have to pick it up, throw it around, knock it over until it's like, all right, you've learned what that does now kind of thing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one because... He, how many, are we talking about in a row or just in general? Every morning he, he, he wakes in. up, he's like... All right, Goes exploring for it, so. but that's the thing as well. He might just like the sound it makes. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. a development thing, isn't yeah. it? Sensory, which too. is yeah, the water, sensory. The wet, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, getting that and yeah. then playing in it. What about putting a plastic cup next to it? Would that work? I could just do a smaller amount of water in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's all I care about. Because it goes it's under this other bit of furniture. So. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah. it's and we worry about the cleanup and stuff of this, but then we forget as yeah. parents about. The development of these kids are like, like you said, playing all that, spilling that water, floorboards, yeah, place, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. playing. Let's put a towel it. underneath it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and that's exactly right. A little bit less water on top of this, yeah. and he's still gonna have his his mm. fun. Fuck, so. that would be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually the constant cleaning. So, um, so I had something to do with meltdowns, Dave. Yeah, um, I had. I was gonna actually play the the Kerwin and Ray video, but. I was having a bit of a doom scroll the other night and um, I came across a good Kerwin Ray, Kerwin Ray video in regards to um, kids having meltdowns. So basically, I'd, I'd had a bit of a rough week. I'm glad I saw it, saw that video because it, it really caught me up and, um, and let me sort of put it into perspective. But basically, um, I, I found the cause of the problem and it was I had to eliminate – I was finding myself getting very frustrated with the kids – because I was frustrated, like not because of anything they were doing, is because I was doing things that were I didn't want to get distracted from. Obviously, having a little doom scroll, which mm. I remember in earlier episodes, I was like, "That's it. I've put, I've put my phone on the bench. I'm being more present." Blah blah blah. You slowly find yourself creeping back to your old ways and stuff, which I have, and so now I've caught myself back into it. But yeah, so you, um, things like that, yeah, I've had to eliminate. The things that make me frustrated. So that's like the doom scroll. When I find mm. myself scrolling heaps, not chuck the phone up on the bench. Punting, like on on Saturday or most recently uh, the Flemington Carnival, mm. I was like, okay, I've, even though only I only have one kid home, I was just like, all right, I got to put this phone away because I was like, I was getting frustrated at something they were doing or saying to me, and I just lost a race or I just want to watch the end of a yeah, race or something. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, you fucking just yeah. leave me alone for a sec. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh-huh. hard. I've, I've just found this. Um, I want to play it for you. When a child goes into meltdown, their brain literally becomes disconnected. So you sit there and your child's losing its shit. And you're going, just calm down. They can't even hear you. You're trying to negotiate with someone that can't think. And you sit there screaming at your child. All you're doing is enforcing the fact that they're not safe. And you create insecure children that don't feel safe, that don't learn how to regulate, that ultimately learn how to regulate through substance. The parent with the highest consciousness will understand they just don't feel safe. And the only thing you need to do in that moment is just be present and hold the child. When a child goes into... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so basically it's, that wasn't related to the, the punning story, but it's, it's more like the whole meltdowns thing. So the kid, like if the kid was having a meltdown and I wanted to watch the end of the race, I'd the race just throw the phone away, you know. Mm. Like, mm. I yeah, I'll struggle with that lately. But I, I saw that video or someone sent it to me and I was like, fuck, I needed to see that. Because when you're in that heightened state of pissed off and like frustrated, you, your first reaction is already being like, I just don't want to be around the kids at the moment. And then it's get worse, gets worse and worse when really they just want your attention, your good attention, and um, yeah, getting down on their level and giving them a cuddle when they're pissed yeah, off and yeah. they're screaming and carrying on. Yeah. And that's the last thing you want to do. But you're the fucking parent; you got to do it. So, yeah, that's right. You're just saying, all right, I'm here, ready for a cuddle yeah. when you when you're ready. All right, <laughs> and, and then like yeah. five minutes later, okay, I'm ready now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it is funny though that advice about we're frustrated with them because we are just. We don't want to be distracted. Yeah, but we're, we're agitated. We're frustrated. Mm. And it's not actually at them. It's because we are. But they are like, again, like our closest people, generally our partner, our wives and our kids who bear the you know, brunt of it all. Like it's, it's mm. them. 
you know, and it's probably one little thing. It's our shit work for the week or that bad day or whatever it is, you know. Um, and because we're frustrated, they're the ones that cop it. Yeah. So, but look, I think uh, Maggie summed it up and she gave some advice to parents. Do everything you can to slow your life down. Childhood is meant to be slow. It's not meant to be rushed. So mm. slow it down. Yeah, you find yourself thinking all the time, oh, I can't wait till they're doing this. I can't wait till they're doing that. But then they're yeah. doing that and it's another thing that's pissing you off. You're like, yeah. And then you're like, I can't wait just till they're doing that. the next stage, <laughs> yeah, the exactly. next stage, the next stage. Mm. Yeah. When really we need to slow yeah. down and just enjoy it. A good, a good way to like jolt you back into that slow down mindset is just looking like scroll back through some of your old photos or videos. Mm. And you're like, oh my God, they were so little. Or yeah. I can't mm. believe how much they've grown or changed in this short amount of time. It's going to go like that. So yeah. just going to enjoy it. Yeah, not looking forward to that. Yeah. Mate, the um, boys, the next, I guess, the expert or whatever on on this article was Luke uh, Benedictus, co founder of the Fatherhood. It's a great little website there. If you haven't been on there, lads and dads, get on there and have a little look. Um, so he, he says a couple of things. So he says, there's mountains of websites, blogs that are tailored for mums, but there's just not the same resources for dad. Oh no! The, the, these days, there's a fair bit of stuff mm. around. They a lot are, more than it used to be. They are the coming years, up, yeah. Yeah, and I think this is this. Oh, oh yeah, this is. It's a couple of years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In but 2004, it, he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he is now passed away because he's like it was like 80 years ago. <laughs> no, um, but no. Look, yes, there is more out there. Um, you know, like, and clearly the shit dad pod is leading the way. Mm, of course it is. Um, breaking, breaking ground. Of in course, the number one. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, just ask a pastor, pastor Chris. He, he, he found it. We're number one somewhere. In Griffin. Yes, we are. Um, but look, I do agree with it. There is, there are more resources for dads and more things like that. Um, but there's still mountains more for mums. Yeah. And it's probably, again, we, we speak about it all the time, probably that emotional intelligence that they automatically somehow <laughs> obtain as females mm. and males just somehow that just never develops uh, <laughs> or slowly <laughs> develops because yeah. we're, we're fucking retarded at it. Um, but he then says better fathers make for better relationships, a better family. So at the same time, though, I think it's a challenge because traditional gender roles are pretty much dead. Agreed? Got to agree with that, yeah. And I think it is better fathers do make better relationships. We just spoke about that, about the frustrations. He's um, actually got um, some research from the University of Warwick. Um, 43% of people, or fathers rather, had never changed a nappy back in 1982. And in 2000, so what, 23 years ago, only 3%. So I still think that's pretty high. Three percent of fathers never changed a nappy. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's huge. That's like, even since then it's probably dropped. Oh, again. I reckon yeah. it would have too. But still, like back in two thousand, three percent. Yeah, never changed a nappy. I've got a mate who doesn't. He finds it weird changing his little girl's nappy. Oh really? Yeah. So it's a thing. It is a thing. Oh look, I yeah. look, and I, as I said, I I understand why some people do have the things with that, but I think like, shit, that's your kid, like. It's a time, like, as a maybe it's the time of you know that we've become parents. It's like early parenthood. It's just like, what do I do? Twiddle, twiddle my thumbs, you know. Like yeah. You're looking after the wife so much or the partner. Get in there. Yeah. The only thing, if your baby is breastfed, that you really can do apart from a bath time every what two three days kind of thing, mm. is a nappy. Is change a nappy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that connection to, or, you know, or take your shirt off and get some skin to skin and so, you know, those things. But I still couldn't believe it. Mm. Um, but Luke goes on, starts talking about they, dad spend three times as many hours with their kids each week than fathers back, um, probably our grandparents' time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's also found that dads find it difficult to balance work and family life. I made a note on this stuff, all these stats you've mm. thrown out. Yep. If we can make a generational shift like that in regards to the fatherhood, surely we can do something similar with bullying and healthy eating. Oh fuck! I like in twenty in twenty years. Oh yeah. Start putting the groundwork in now. Like, oh, I think which which it has been. Yeah. But the bullying that's a big one. Like you've got the big programs like Jeff Horn doing his thing, but like how else can you change that? Mm. It's hectic. Anyway, that, I'm sure that's for another story. But oh yeah. look, yeah. But I do agree with it. I do like you said. I look at what we are doing. 
Mm. And I just hope that our kids, oh, oh, actually, I hope our kids didn't have to deal with the shit stuff that yeah. you know we're dealing with. But again, I'm hoping that they find that change. Well, so 2023, you got websites, podcasts, books. There's no excuse anymore to be not like unprepared for parent mm. for parenthood. Like, yeah. you, if you don't know what you're doing, that's fine. None of us do. We all wing it. But that's the that's the advice. Wing it. If it feels right, do it. Like that's right. if you're not yeah, sure, yeah. ask. Yeah, yeah. Have like, a bit of a read. Find people you like to listen to or to mm-hmm. read about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you boys said that, but I'll, I'll go on his tip because the next one actually starts talking about that. That's quite good. But um, Luke's tip was always carry tissues and keep your sense of humour. Disagree. Baby wipes. Well, <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of the tissues, but, <laughs> but yes. In winter, wipes. always have tissues because there'll be a little snotty runny uh, nose. Oh, that's just, just constant, little, isn't it? I don't mind the baby wipes or the snotty nose either because they're like wet and they don't like dry out yeah, and yeah, yeah, rash yeah. the nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where Maggie's Vaseline comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, lads. Next one was Hannah Dobson, the founder of the Baby Chino Club. She was a mother of two. And she says that um, this is more the mother side of it. So I think it's actually good for us to dive into this perspective a little bit, that they put a huge amount of expectations on themselves. I'd also agree, I agree with that, but also Hannah, I say that um, dads do too. Mm. Massive. Uh, for many new mums and dads, obviously, but many new mums returning to work is an essential financial move. It doesn't make it easy though. And I think that's probably a very big thing, generational shift. Our parents, our mums stayed at home mostly. Um, eventually, once we all grew up, our mums then went back into the workforce. It was slow, you know, like mm. it's kind of thing. I think these days now it's, you know, like they want to take a year off if they're lucky mm. and then they're back into the workforce, you know, whether it's full-time, part-time, whatever. So um, the main reason, again, too, is because it's financial. Yep. I think probably all financial of now and in the future. Who gets yes. like super? And, yeah. yeah, who can live on one income these days? Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, yeah. but yeah, and Cam, that's a really great point. Yeah, in the future too, like it's gone in the days where you know, like parent, pensions are paid, and you know, mm. you, or you could live on this. You know, I think what our parents went through, and it's like have close to a million in your super or whatever. You know, that you'll last. Good luck with that. Like, fuck, we need more than that. Yeah. Like we need, you know, double if not more. So um, she continues on talking about compromise and understanding from employers. But family members, the communities, daycares and, and early mining services. And then goes on that parents have different lifestyles, expectations these days and weaker tribes of support. Weaker? Weaker. That, but it takes, it takes work. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to make an effort to have a tribe of support because if you're not putting the work in to see your tribe or your mates or catch up with your friends and open up to your friends, they're not going to chase you mm. for the well, for most of the time. Like. Yeah, it's just different tribes as well. Like a lot of maybe virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you, you know, like we're doing now, different communities that exist that never used to, Yeah. that you follow, you still feel a part of, but you don't have that face-to-face connection, I yep. guess. Yeah. Yeah, look, I... I agree with her in parts of it. What do you reckon your parents' tribes, who who were they to the, your parents? Like, Were they close? Next door neighbours. I reckon that's yeah. what we had, you know, like neighbours. Yeah. Neighbours, like long-term friends and, and family. Family. Yeah. And yeah. because I think families were a lot bigger. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like one of 32 cousins yeah. kind of thing, you know what I mean? And so there was like, what, eight? Jeez, Christmas would be fun at your joint. There was always yeah held out on there. Chris, you should have seen a cr- cricket game. Proper thirteen on thirteens. It was cr- that cricket game was never ending, never ending. Um, but but that's the thing. Like I think our tribes are weaker as such because of the family and the change of society. And like you said, Ben, if you don't work at it, you're not going to get it. And that was her tip: find your people to make a village. Mm. Yep. Yep. Lovely. And last one, midwife Kate, and I'm not trying to pronounce her last name. Um, 29 years in the in the industry, parents are shell shocked when they finally bring home their bundles of joy. I think it's just more like nerves when you bring your first one home. Don't drive right? too fast. Yeah, yeah. 
Go around me. Go around me. <laughs> 40 on the highway. Just Go around a, me. A sense of holy shit. What do we yeah. do now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking it one hour, one day at a time. Yep. Has that kid done a poo? What? What's going on? Yeah. What? Yep. Do we need to feed it? <laughs> Are they still yeah. breathing? Yeah, I'm up. Is, is this car? Is, is it in the car seat properly? <laughs> Why is it so big? <laughs> like all these questions you ask. Um, so she then continues on and says, "You're on a high for the first 48 hours, and then on kind of day three, there's that big drop in emotions. Nobody has really ever told parents what it's going to be like." And I probably agree with that. Like you read about all of these books and all these blogs and stuff of like this now. It's all about what to expect when expecting that's mm. not what do you do now the baby's here and like you said ben, that's it's, right yeah, it's, yeah. it is all trial it is all trial mm. and error and if parents go through and never make a mistake like fuck, please write a book write a book please <laughs> write a book because you're all going to I think um, so yep. yeah and Everyone's I think a perfect she, parent yeah oh and if look, and if you think you are then oh that's your biggest mistake um, she says that social media can be pit- can be a potentially dangerous bait for new parents. Yeah, I think I, in some ways, yes, because, and especially probably more so for the mothers, I wouldn't say dads are as no. guilty of this, but trying to have this facade of everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Look at my nursery, look how beautiful this furniture is. I've got this artwork on the wall. Everything's so clean. It's just not the way it is. And I think that a lot of the mummy uh, like podcasts and blogs and, and so it's the personalities, the ones who are like, today's fucked and they're yeah. actually honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the ones people are you know, yeah. latching onto more and no- yeah. nothing's this Instagram perfect picture. Pretty yeah. sure the only photos I sent you and the boys in the group chat was like the shits yeah. and like when they made funny faces while they were doing shits. It was like that was <laughs> that's how dads roll, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but no, look, I agree. It is for mums. It is probably dangerous because other mums post what? The 1%. Yeah. You know, dads, like they said, hey, check out this mess. My kid's mm-hmm. just done a shit in the mm-hmm. hallway trying to get to the <laughs> toilet. Yeah, that's funny. Um, not funny cleaning it up, no, but exactly. funny. But her advice was to cuddle your baby, have skin-on-skin contact, and then find a trusted person for advice. Nice. I think it's good. Mm. So, boys, here's some questions for you. All right. What delusions did you have? Were you sold a Disney-like delusion? Or illusion, rather? And um, let's give our six cents worth of advice to any new dads or dads, um, to be dads regarding these delusions that they might have. Camo, any delusions you had? Um, I thought I definitely thought it would be easier as time went on, mm-hmm. but I. Probably now realise, especially when you bring them home, you want to, now that you've got that perspective of looking back, they were the easiest at the beginning, yeah. and then every day since then, that since then kind of gets not necessarily harder, but changes and more complex. And once you get to that that stage of a week in, a month in, and knowing what you're doing, and it changes again. Yeah. And, and I think also this switch between keeping them alive versus actually parenting and mm. actually getting them to learn and and grow as little humans and and go off and grow that's probably the biggest thing that i thought might have been easy as well so thinking yeah. about yep they'll just get to a certain age and then they just listen to what i say so of course not <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i maybe not i maybe i didn't expect as well it to be as hard to figure out what my discipline style was. Mm-hmm. Um, still experimenting with things, like they're still young. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other one as well, I thought I would always just be really kind of laid back and chill and there's always those moments of, you know, anger or frustration as well. So that's probably, those were like never really parts of my personality that came up. But de- definitely have come up a lot more since then. And yeah. I think that's normal. Yeah. But yeah. coming to dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry. Ah. yeah. And I don't like being angry, so it's no. a tough thing to navigate. That's probably I never realised that's a big part of mm. having to not just having to manage this little thing, but having to manage yourself as well and grow yeah. yourself at the same time. Yeah, hundred percent. Burns, love it. Um, my the biggest thing I thought would like, I just thought things wouldn't change. I was like, yeah, I'm having a baby. How cool is this? I'm going to be a cool dad. It's going to be awesome. 
And then when I'm we like, go yeah. to the pub, it's in the carrier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be hard, and there's gonna be some challenges. But like mostly things will be sweet. I'll still be able to play soccer and <laughs> and yeah. As soon as, and people don't tell you that yeah you will, but you also need to have a whole lot of other shit ready to go. Like a like a go bag. The simple things like a change, a couple of changes of clothes, nappies and wipes, mm-hmm. and nappy bags, and drink bottle and lunch and phone charger. Yeah, <laughs> like every you have to have. The bare minimums in a bag or yeah. in the car. So if you do want to have that lifestyle of just dropping everything and going somewhere like, yeah, I'm going to go to the pub with the boys, taking the baby, and the mm-hmm. baby can just sit there in the pram. You've got to have that stuff ready to go. You've also got to have something to entertain that baby. Like you can't just jingle your keys over the baby for 45 to two hours, 45. Um, yeah, I think preparation is the key. you got to have good time management if you do want to keep that lifestyle. Um, I also <laughs> I had one that I was when I spoke to Kurt to let him know that we we're gonna have a, give him a call. He's like, like what, like what, what do you want? And I was like, oh, just anything you were told fatherhood would be that it wasn't true. And I said, like baby poo doesn't stink till they're on solids, which is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but then can confirm, yeah, yeah bullshit. <laughs> it's all well and good. It does get stinkier, but when they're not on solids, it's still shit when it's all up your arm and on your new t-shirt like it's just <laughs> who cares if it doesn't stink if you have like wrist deep in it yeah. <laughs> so when you take that nappy off the next minute you just see that explosive fart just come out in the bubble and you're just covered in it after the funny face as well yeah, yeah. the smile yeah. oh you're smiling <laughs> yeah no that's me mate yeah yeah oh nah look i don't know if actually if i had any delusions i think it was probably cam a little bit that that calm chilled out so that you know, that's what I was, and I think too, being in education, I'm very, I'm like very much a routine, simple expectations. Let's just do them right, and then we can just have all those things. So I'm like Mr. Cranky. Well, I call myself Mr. Cranky Pants. I'm not really cranky, but I'm constantly not. Nah, I'm on it. No, 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 no. I don't like doing that at home. So then, when things aren't going wrong, and then I see my my teacher come out, and I'm like. This is not me as a parent. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that then builds that, you know, kind of frustration. So that was a bit of a delusion I had. I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep my chilled personality. Nothing's going to bother me. And, you know, as time went on, it's like it just built and built and built. Yeah. So nice. that was a big one. The Disney-like illusion, though, no, like, no, I don't think I was ever sold that Disney-like illusion. And that was just me going... I know how to change a nappy. That's pretty much my preparation kind of into mm. it. Like I know how to support my wife through this birth. I know how to do this. I know how to do this. I think that's enough. Everything else is like... She'll be right. I'm going to wing it, which is, you know, like in a lot of things. I'm like, no, I'm best doing that. If I continue to prepare, I over then think and then I start over analyzing and I start kind of thinking, nah, 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 and I think too much about it. So I know me and I'm like, no, nah, I know what I need to do. Mm. If I make a mistake, then I'm better off doing that. Nice. Yeah. Um, one bit of advice, boys, for any dads, just new dads, or keep your work you. mode and family mode separate. Good. That's yeah, mine. good idea. Yeah. I'd say as well, um, <clears throat> don't forget the impact of those little things that you do for your partner over time. Mm. Don't just do it for the first couple of weeks when the baby's there. Yeah, help out. Okay, cool. You're all good. Yeah. I'll go back to work. Yeah. Those little things that as a couple, just thinking about yourselves in that relationship sense, try to continue those on as well because it's easy over time for them just to kind of drop yeah. away. Mm. So many, make sure you, yes, you're a father now, but you're still that partner mm. or a husband. Yeah. Make sure that's there. Yeah, yeah that's nice. a really good bit of advice. Okay. Um, mine is to make sure you find those moments to really enjoy it. Because in our world, and, and I know it's in a lot of the mums, there's all that worry and stress. You mentioned events, work first family mode. Our Sometimes our family mode is is absorbed by our work because a lot of our, I think it's probably just our male instinct. It's mm. like, I'm the provider. Yes, it's old school, but it's still, you know, mm. like when the missus is, oh, I'm the provider. I've got to do this, I've got to do this and this. And sometimes we just miss, you just miss things. Mm. So like I've and I've I've lived and learned with number one to number two, I missed lots because I was trying to push myself in my career. Um, when number two came along, I'm like, 
I had opportunities to push myself again and I actually said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Mm. I actually want to be able to leave home when she wakes up instead yep. of leaving before she's awake and getting home before she's, you know, when she's in bed. You're a long time at work, but you're not a long time with a baby. No, yeah. Mm. And it wasn't just even that, like even when she started growing too. So I, I, I that's, and honestly, listeners, that's, I've lived and learned. I made that mistake with my number one and I wasn't doing it with number two. And now every day I try to be there as much as I possibly can. I try to do as many daycare drop-offs. Fucking holy shit. They are fucking tough. <laughs> but I try to make sure I do every daycare drop-off and as many pickups as I can or vice versa mm. kind of thing because I don't want to miss it now. Um, so advice for them is just make sure you enjoy every moment that you possibly can. Nice. There's no greater feeling when you get to daycare and they run to you and they're so oh, happy to see you. So good. Let's go home. They're so yep. happy to tell you about what they did that day. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's not just even that. It's just even two just um, seeing them crawl or seeing them walk or mm. you look back at it and you're like, shit, I missed it. Like it would have been good. And, and of course, well, you're always going to miss things because you know, you know you're not, not at home or whatever. But so many things, I was just like, nah, got to be there. Yeah. Nice. So, think about that. Lovely, mate. Yeah, Thanks. that's good. All right. Good yarn. Very good yarn this week, mm. boys. Love it. And uh, if you are listening and you have anything you want to add that we could throw into another episode, um, please get in touch with us at shitdadpod at gmail.com. Uh, but now, boys, I think it is time for something that we're growing to love. Mm. It's coming most weeks and we're just putting our knowledge prowess up against each other. But it's time for shootout. Shootout. We need so, Dave, yeah, we've got one. We're, our, um, our audio jet man, he, uh, he's put one over the... All that. Yeah, it's good. Listen to it. It's good. Um, Dave is the carryover champ. And Do you know what? Mm. Ever since the days of sale of, sale of the century, right? I always thought it was Cario the champ. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on our run sheet. Do you think I was taking the piss? I just thought, did you just like, was it just like autocorrect with your phone no, or whatever? I, I always like, thought oh. it was Cario the champ. Like this, the this champ's Cario. Yeah, he's Cario. <laughs> I was like, oh, he just and must have stuck up. And when you when I read the run sheet this week and read Carryover Champ, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my whole life is a lie. <laughs> Mum and Dad never corrected me. <laughs> that is great. All right, I, had to, I had to correct my wife. She thought the term bumper to bumper with traffic yeah. was bumper to bumpeter. Why? It's like bumpeter is not a word. She's like, yeah, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Gee, it's bumper to bumper her out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, I actually decided, being the carryover champ, that I, the two of you were going to shoot out. Let's do it. Because I had this one already. So you guys may have looked last week, but it doesn't matter. I've decided to go. Reasons to celebrate. Talking about parenthood, fatherhood. Also oh, celebrating like fatherhood wins. No, just any reason. Any reason to celebrate, and you can't say days a week. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's going first? We'll go. Rock off. Yeah. This is paper rock. Damn it. Oh, Cameron Ronicus is up first. Cameron. Birthdays. Ooh. Christmas. Ooh. Anniversaries. Ooh, Easter. I don't know how many more I can go? Ooh. <laughs> um. Uh, graduation. Oh, yeah, good one. A assembly, an award on assembly. Oh, yeah, I'll accept. Winning a sports ball final. (laughs) 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 Uh, Getting an A. Oh, yep. Uh, Not stubbing your toe on something. Mate, I'm all for celebrating. <laughs> your toe. Brushing your teeth. <laughs> I'm going to definitely ding you out there. Oh, but cold. you need one, though. You need I one need to one to win. You need one to win. Okay. Um, Come on. New Year's. Oh. How do we forget oh, that? Oh, yeah. Great, Damn. great time of year. Well played. Coming up. Yep. Kids' fireworks, by the way. Get on to that. <laughs> 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 
We have a new winner. Nice. Is that your first win? Yep. I believe so. Or did I win on the live episode, mate? Oh, I don't know, but that was much better than that fucking celebration chocolate one. Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> the Cario the Champ. <laughs> it was very bumpity and bumpity. <laughs> All right, now we are doing something. Uh, every week we take turns at reviewing a family-friendly location with an unnecessary and probably pointless review to help dads find a good family day out. So do your own daddy reviews this week if you can and click the link in the show notes to review our podcast for other dads to convert them to the shit dad way. But this week, boys, we are reviewing Tom's Confectionery Warehouse. Oh. Down the road from where we're recording here at Hendra. Better accounting. Get involved if Woo-hoo. you haven't. If you haven't done your tax return yet, what are you even doing? And second of all, call Better Accounting. Steve and the crew. Mm. I came in the other day. It was a hub of activity. It was like an ant's nest. Really? Yeah. They say they're all about connection, right? Enjoying a yarn and bad jokes. It's all about connection, <laughs> like Mooj from Forty Year Old Virgin. Anyway, uh, we diverse. What diverse? Verge. Diverged. Diverged. Oh, All right, Cario. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a nightmare with the sayings right now. All right, Tom's Confectionery Warehouse. All right. So I took the kids there with my wife on the weekend, but life would have been way less stressful if everything was in clear cases so the kids can't touch everything. And the self-serve bowls, were t- uh, if they were t- one-tenth the size, would be nicer, thank you, as you pay by the 100 grams. And e- these bowls hold about a kilo. Otherwise, it's like walking into what I imagine the North Pole looks like. It's like Dan Murphy's for kids and non-alcoholics. Amazing selection of sweets and snacks from all over the world, but if you brave it with your handsy kids, gaffer tape their hands together first. It's still getting a five from me. Nice. Is there a better time of year to go, like Halloween, Easter or anything? I don't know, but we went and it was like leftover Halloween and start of Christmas. Yeah. So there was a good amount of stuff there. It's confectionery. (laughs) <laughs> it's never a bad time to go. I bought some hot sauce. They got yeah. hot oh, sauce really? there as well. Yeah. They got hot oh, sauce. They got chili nuts. They got all sorts of stuff, not just lollies. I got some, um, I don't know, it's like buffalo wing ones, but. Frank's? Nah. Frank's Red Hot? Nah. Cholula? Different. But. Will you put that on? You put that on anything. Frank's. <laughs> I put that that shit on everything. You better believe that I went straight to Coles and bought, I know, devastating, I went to Coles for it, but uh, went and bought a a kilo, 1.2 kilos of chicken wings. I did see them on the barbecue. I did see a photo of you (laughs) on Cup Day. Glorious. Smashing them. Smashing them. And like, we all know that kids have no better reaction than when you say to them, hey, who wants some confectionery? Yeah, and they're like, I "What? Do. Like lollies?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what pissed me off? I said it uh, on the Halloween episode, candy. It's not candy. You can't call it candy. But yeah, I sent. Um, got, there's a prac teacher in one of our rooms at the moment, and so Halloween happened, and kids were coming in like hyped as, um, like more hyper than they normally are, and then I heard her say candy, and I'd like stop <laughs> walking, I'm like get out. Use the word candy. Get out. (laughs) She's like, oh, I just and like, nah, out. (laughs) She got up and she like walked out and like, poor girl. When you use the word lolly, you can come. (laughs) Right? She's like, oh, oh, very passionate. (laughs) Oh, come on! I'm sick of, I'm sick of it. I see it every day. See it fucking every day. Anyway, Ben's. I do love Tom's. We digress. Not diverge. <laughs> Who fucked up this time? I don't know. But it's now time for. All right, boys, we're on shit dad story of the week. Um, I don't have a shit dad's. I oh, do mind if I go first. Sorry, I didn't ask. I'm being polite. Please. Okay. Only because I'm looking at my notes, I just want to get it done. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a, a shit dad story this week, but I do have a tight dad hack that I'd love to share with the crew. Mm. So, 
I was like, well, I saw a Lego advent calendar. Before you start, is this anything to do with Tom's and the fact that you guys all wore cargo pants? Did we? <laughs> and that the pockets were very deep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you got a five-finger discount? No, I did not do the five-finger five discount at Tom's Confectionery Warehouse. That's if good. Tom's listening, actually Tom's dead. If, if those people are listening, mm. I did not steal anything, I promise. Well, Tom is probably listening up there. Probably. Uh, all right, so tight dad hack. Go. Um, I saw Lego advent calendars. I've seen Barbie advent calendars. I've seen Minecraft advent calendars and it's all just doing my head in. Remember the old $9 advent calendar? You'd get the chocolate one and the kids would just be frothing for it. Everyone like, had the same one? Yep. Mm-hmm. All good. Everyone just gets a piece of chocolate a day. Tiny little bit. I'm keen for it, but I sort of wanted to take a different direction this year. It's like a tight thing, but it's also like a – it's making us be a bit more there. Um, I wanted to do a homemade activity advent calendar. Cool. Mm-hmm. Just reminding us to do the little things – but one thing a day. So like day one, um, make popcorn or mm-hmm. decorate biscuits or mow the lawn. No, no, I'm not going to I was going to say, wipe your own ass. <laughs> 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 but yeah, if like just do like yeah. day three, or m- yeah, make yeah. it like a Friday a night, do the, yeah, do like yeah. a movie night with, um, with your favourite treat, mm-hmm. dance party, Lego party, something every day that's getting you and having like good FaceTime with the kids but it's also you're not spending money, which is mm. awesome. That awesome, that. Yeah. Yeah, I like Love that. Love that. Yeah. So if I do something, if I think of 24 things, I'll share it with the crew and I'll distribute it on our Facebook page. Even if you don't, we can contribute, mate. We can help out. Let's You've do it. You've still got a bit of time. So Do it. We're doing a shit dad, shit dad podcast advent calendar. I do like that idea of the popcorn because then I started automatically thinking like, you know those popcorn necklaces? So make them mm. and they can walk around all day and then that's like they can just... When they get hungry, yeah, mm. you have to feed it. them all day. And then you start thinking about it, I'm like, well, then with the popcorn, then, you know, like the coloured corn. And you can make thing. that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How do you colour the popcorn? Do you cook Three it Three days' first? worth of activities. Like, do yeah. you cook it and then dip it in the dye? Like, or do you have to do it with it? And I'm like... You spray paint it. Yeah. <laughs> They're not edible. Mm. Looks Shh. good. No wonder I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating spray paint all these years. <laughs> that's true. What do you got, Camo? Um, <clears throat> once again, for me, not really like a shit, shit dad moment. More of a <coughs> shit other people moment. So I went to... <laughs> I just read the other title of your shit. Oh, they can be. So I went to a, a one-year-old's birthday party. I took my whole crew, all three of them, by myself. So my wife was uh, away for the weekend. So, so I braved you, the... Uh, that should have just been your moment right there and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took three yeah. to a birthday party. That's a Nailed win. Nailed it. That's and a I, win. And I'm here. I took them to the markets as well. Like we got out of the house. It was good. You are alive too. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's right. Good job. We're not worthy. But not worthy. I went along and my eight-month-old, the new guy, he had a scab on his forehead and a scab on his nose because he had stacked it into concrete face planted a couple of days earlier. Of course earlier. he did. Once again, wasn't on my watch. I was not even oh. there. I just came home to see him. Fair game. And as I met this rock up to this event, got the three, got him with his scab face. Is this while he was running to the dog bowl? This, no, this was after. Every parent, not just like our age, like the parents of the people there, all these old old people, everyone commented, oh, what have you done to him? Oh, what have you oh. Is this on your watch? All this kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck no, I'm, I'm the good one. <laughs> <laughs> So shame on you, yeah, older yeah. people and, yeah. and other parents, for just assuming because yeah. a child's injured, it's from the dad. Yeah, mums can injure their kids too. Yeah, of course they can. Yeah. They just don't openly talk about it like we do. No, yeah. they don't own it like we do. Yeah, they try and cover it up. Yeah, <laughs> my kid fell us. off the balcony, man. Oh, nah, he'll be okay. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait for the dad to come home. Quickly put him back. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him on his watch. <laughs> um, mine's just more of a bit of a story, boys. Yeah. I um. Had the full full weekend. I was just overnight, two days, um, with little Miss One, my bully at home, as I call her. <laughs> she bullies. Well, she actually doesn't just bully me. She bullies everyone that I see. Um, so I spent the whole weekend and no mishaps pretty much, which is really good. Like did the overnight thing and she's still slightly on the boob. Um, nighttime, like more so. That's that settling mm. thing just before bed. So are, you, so are you, to be fair. That is true. <laughs> That is true. Nighttime. Yep. <laughs> Nighttime. 
Morning. After the bully. Anyone? Yeah, after the bully. Stop hogging it! <laughs> they were once mine. <laughs> um, no, but look, I no mishaps. Like, I did everything too. Like, went out on Saturday, a um, little bit wet, as it was up here in Brizzy. Found an indoor playground, but not a paid one. Like, just... It was a tiny little, kind of like at a Westfield. Yeah. It wasn't, but it was better. she was the only one there. So, like, I could climb up in there and muck around with her. Left her there for half an hour. Good result. So tired. Just mm. worn her out. Went home. Had a two and a bit hour sleep. Went to a birthday party up the coast and everything and did it all and came down. And only one little mishap. Of course, it happened on our slide. Not our slide, but our slide. <laughs> Taught her how to go down on her belly. I'm like, yes, good, good. Belly, you're not going to fall. Anyway, decided when I wasn't standing at the bottom of the slide to go back down on a bum and then lifting her legs up so she slid really fast because, and then put a double feet plant. Oh, so she face planted? Yeah, like it was, a, luckily it was only oh. about three, oh, it was three, awesome. about 30 centimeters from the bottom. But she's <laughs> gone and just gone. Oh, yeah. Hit the fat, like hit it, like the soft fall kind yeah. of like thing. But hit it and then got up, looked at me. I could see the red mark on her face. And then she just sits there and like dumbfoundedly looks at me and just like rubs her head. Like, <laughs> what happened? So she's yeah. like laughing at her. Yeah, no, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, oh, that was that. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't put our feet down. <laughs> and I'm like, and then the next minute she's kind of like. Took it like a boss. Yeah, just shook her head and was like, ha <laughs> And then ran off. I'm like, nice. oh, this is a mini me. <laughs> <laughs> head so, first. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, did the whole weekend with Miss One. There you go. Which is good. It can and, be done. Oh, look, and as I said, I think I was only bullied into about 10 things. Oh, that's her. all right. They're good numbers. Mm. So it wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, uh, that wraps up the old shit dad stories. So uh, don't forget, if you do have one, um, you have something you want to share with the boys, just get in touch with us anytime. Mm. We will share it on a pod. Uh, but let's finish the app this week with Camo's shit dad quote. All right, this is one I've just found recently. Funny one for you. The man who smiles when something goes wrong. I mean, we were talking earlier about yeah. you know, Maggie Dent's keep your sense of humour or that kind of thing. Yeah. The man who smiles when something goes wrong has thought of someone else to blame it on. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's from someone called Robert Block. So well done, Rob. On your Blocko. Oh, Blocky. That's work. great. Now, last week... Uh, we did say three very important values that we're trying to instill onto our kids as they grow. Um, that was pretty valuable. It was a good chat. We all had a bit of self-reflection and, um, yeah, it was good to talk about like even sort of goals. But this week we decided to name a value for each of us that inherently makes us shit dads. Is that what you went? <laughs> hmm? Is that what you did? Oh, <laughs> did I miss the mark on that one? No, no, no. Okay, good. Oh, thank God. No, I, I, I don't know what I did. Okay. I just took the piss out of you guys. Oh, that's pretty much what I did too. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll set the benchmark <laughs> then, all right? So Cam's value that he exudes. <laughs> sure. Generous, gen, generosity. So not only is Cam a generous husband by taking the kids off his wife's hand regularly, when he gets home from work, but also when she goes away, as we've just heard. Cam's a generous dad. When he flies away for those quick work trips or trips away, he'll make sure he always brings something, the kids something home to make sure that the kids know he was thinking about them the whole time. The singular shower cap from his most recent trip was my personal favourite. <laughs> Here, kids, share this. <laughs> All right. Dave. Dave's uh, value, he's accommodating. Dave's such a great girl dad that he will do all the girly stuff with his daughters to keep them happy. Nail painting, hairstyling, dress-ups. He's so accommodating that he now enjoys it more than his daughters and it actually suits him. He's also outnumbered by his wife and her two clones. Good luck, mate. I hope those... (laughs) I hope those girls will know how to change a tyre, change their car's oil and cook a good steak by the time they finish school. I don't know that before they're 10. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hope. That Thank was, you. was kind of nice too. <laughs> that, was, that was really nice. <laughs> I'm an, oh, 
<laughs> Can't wait to see what you have for me. Oh, the generous dad. What do you got, Daddy Dave? Oh, me. All right, boys. I've gone one each, but then I've gone one together. So, boy, oh. Dickhead. <laughs> no. All right. So, boys, I actually went down the path of these are two things that I feel you need. So, here it is here. Cam... I don't know what it is, mate, but I think you need some patience. All right? Okay? A patient dad is like a Jedi master of calm. He can handle the toddler's never-ending why questions with patience of a saint. And when a teenager, finally, takes an eternity to get ready, you need to learn to meditate to avoid saying, you look fine already. You're going to be so cool, even a sloth would say, dude, you're taking it slow. (laughs) Vince, I think you need to be more energetic. (laughs) (laughs) More energy, more energy, more footwork. So to be more energetic, mate, you need to be a dad with boundless energy like a human dynamo. Mm. You need to be able to play hide and seek with your kids, have a dance off in the living room, then fix a leaky tap all before finishing your morning coffee. Check, check, not so check. That's, wonder, a, that's an all-day task. Mm. Sorry, anyway. We will wonder if you are secretly powered by a never-ending stash of chocolate. Mm. And I've called it, or a pinch of fairy dust. All the chocolates in there, boy. May your dad jokes be grown worthy and your energy be off the tar- yeah. charts. Beautiful, mate. Mm. All right, now, boys, I think together, I think you both need to be a little bit more involved in your kids' lives. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, just so you're aware, a good dad is like an ultimate multitasker. All right. You need to be able to change a nappy, assemble a toy, referee a sibling rivalry, all while holding your cup of that shit lukewarm coffee that we all have. You need to be a master of showing up at school plays, soccer games, or sports ball, as you call it, Cam, and those ballet recitals with enthusiasm that make us wonder if you're a moonlight cheerleader. It's good. It's mm. like poetry. Now, boys, obviously, I took the piss because I honestly think you are one of the most patient person people that I know, Camo. You are a fucking ball of energy. Um, <laughs> I think I've got ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> and I think, boys, you're amazing in involvement. So I took the piss of saying I took your what I find is one of one of your many wonderful um, qualities that you guys have got. And I took the piss out of it. Mm. Thanks, mate. Yeah, that was very cool. nice. That was You're very welcome. Good. Heartwarming. What do you got, Camo? Finish it off. All right. Nick, you're that dad. Yeah. Dave, you're that friend. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick's that dad. Whenever you go to a kid's party. Oh, I thought that was it. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, sorry. Similar, oh, similar all right. to the boundless energy. Nick is the guy who's up while every other dad... Sitting on their ass or trying to do the, like, the bare minimum. He's the one up entertaining all the other kids, getting them to run around, getting them to play silly buggers, and getting them also to use up all, all their energy and all that sugar mm. they're having. So, mm-hmm. not only are the other dads just kind of being lazy, they're also just letting you <laughs> entertain their kids and do what they should be doing. So, Thanks, that's fine. a good thing. I like it. It's yeah, a really yeah, that's good, good thing. I like being at a party with him. I know right. I don't need yeah, to do yeah. anything. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yep, take- it's because I get bored and I'm, my ADHD starts cracking. Events. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, you're that friend. It's funny that you've got these two girls now because back in the day, whenever you needed anyone, like if you're ever in trouble, you need, a, you need that friend to come and actually be a bit of muscle and like <laughs> stick up for you in the fight. You're the guy you just good, have, have good to have behind you really. Nice. So. It's ironic now that you know you used to protect the blokes. <laughs> now you're, you're prote- protecting your girls. So that's gold. Like, yeah, that's what I had. I do remember one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had some fun. <coughs> yes, we did, didn't we? Excellent. Now, boys, I decided to write us a little sign off. Sign us off, Dave. I you're love ready? this. I absolutely love this. <clears throat> all right, here we go, everyone. This is what happens when I do something. Yeah. <laughs> I go all out. Yeah, this is I crazy. I love it. And now I'm done till New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Remember, dads, parenting is a full contact sport. There's no instant replays. So keep those dad jokes on point, your your dad bod in check. And until next time, may the nappy be ever in your favour. 
This is the shit dad signing off, where we're navigating fatherhood one hilarious mishap at a time. Stay dad-tastic. <laughs> Love that. Nah. Cheers. Have a good week, everybody. Cheers. Enjoy.